my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast to help clarify the process of loss and grief through experiences shared from myself and others living with loss. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 110. In this podcast, I will review the many common myths of grief to help you better prepare for the road ahead of you. You are invited to join my community and share your story to help others better understand grief, how it affects us moving forward, and how best to navigate its difficult path. And I invite you to join the community over on Facebook or Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. And lastly, I ask that you please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. You know I say this every episode, and here's why. Because if you do this, it will help others find the podcast and thus find another resource to help them on their journey with grief. It gets delivered to more and more people if there are more reviews and more ratings of the podcast. So that's why I ask every single episode, and I would really appreciate if you could just take a moment sometime after you listen to this episode and share your review. Now, in the midst of grief, I personally find that we often need to be reminded of important aspects of our daily life of which we kind of push aside. Some are obvious, while others are a bit more subtle, perhaps. But nonetheless, we need to be reminded. We need to be reminded that we have things to be grateful for still. Reminded that we need to take care of us as well as everyone else who we know that may be grieving the same loss that we are. And reminded that we are stronger than we believe and we will find a way forward somehow and someday. To this end, I'd like to share with you a writing which takes a unique tone in written through the eyes of someone dear to us, our past loved one. Now let's explore this writing and embrace its message. The writing I'm about to share with you was written by Emma McCarty, originally posted on Facebook November 18th, 2021, from what I can determine. It's a lengthy writing. It's an actual letter with a viewpoint from an unlikely source. And I will allow it to speak for itself and consider this a bonus episode that is geared towards the holidays. Take it as a new perspective that you may want to sit with for a few days to come. And hopefully, within its truthful and honest voice, you will also find a bit of comfort and inspiration for this season of your life. Hi, this is your late loved one speaking. I don't have long, so listen up because I have a lot I want to tell you. First off, I get it. Ever since I left this world, you have missed me, and I know you're bracing for the holidays without me. No matter what anyone says, this year's festivities are going to be really tough. In fact, let's be honest, this festive season will probably suck pond water. 
But then Thanksgiving and Christmas are tough holidays for a lot of people. You're not alone. See, the misconception about the holidays is that they are one big party. That's what every song on the radio claims. Each television commercial you see shows happy families clad in gaudy Old Navy sweaters, carving up poultry, smiling their perfect Hollywood teeth at the camera. But that's not exactly reality. In reality, 58% of Americans admit to feeling severely depressed and anxious during November and December. In reality, many folks will cry throughout the most wonderful time of year. Well, guess what? Nobody is crying up here in heaven. This place is unreal. There is literally too much beauty to take in. Way too much. For starters, get this. Time doesn't even exist anymore. Which I'm still getting used to. Right now, for all I know, the calendar year down on Earth could be 1728, 4045, 1991, or 12 BC. It really wouldn't matter up here. This is a realm where there is no ticking clock, no schedule. Up here there is only this present moment. This. Here. Now. That's all there has ever been. And there is a real comfort in this. I know this all seems hard to grasp, but if you were here, you'd get it. Also, for the first time, I'm pain-free. I feel like a teenager again in my body. You probably don't realize how long I've lived with pain because I never talked about it. I kept my problems to myself because I was your loved one, and you needed me to be brave. But pain is a devious thing. It creeps up on even the strongest person, little by little, bit by bit. Until pretty soon, pain becomes a central feature of life. Sometimes my pain would get so bad, it was all I thought about. No, I'm not saying that my life was miserable. Far from it. I loved being on Earth. It's just that simply waking up each morning was getting exhausting. But you know what? Not anymore. In this new place, I am wholly and thoroughly happy. But enough about me. I don't have room to describe all the terrific things I'm experiencing, and you don't need to hear them. Right now you're grieving, and what you need is a hug. Which is why I'm writing to you. This is my hug to you. Because you've lost sight of me. And in fact, you've lost sight of several important things lately. Death has a way of blinding us. It reorganizes the way you think. It changes you. You will never be the same after you lose someone. It messes with your inner physiology. It reorganizes your neurons. And then there's one teensy little thing you're forgetting. I'm still around. Yes, you read that correctly. I'm right here with you. No, you can't see me. No, you can't reach out and hold me. But did you know that one of the things I'm allowed to do as a heavenly being is hang out with you? It's true. I'm never far away. I'm in the room with you now, along with a big cloud of ancestors, saints, and witnesses. I'm shooting the breeze alongside you, watching you live your life, watching you raise your kids, watching 
your private moments of sorrow. Here in this new realm, I am in the perfect position to help you learn things, which is what I vow to spend the rest of your earthly life doing, teaching you little lessons, lending you a hand when you least expect it, and desperately trying to make you smile. Actually, I've already been doing this stuff. You just don't realize it. What? You don't believe me? Well, you know that tingle you get in your spine whenever you think of me? That's me. You know how just yesterday you had a beautiful memory when you were driving and it made you cry so hard that it actually felt good and you began to laugh through your tears? Also me. You know how sometimes when you're alone, preoccupied with something else, suddenly you get this faint feeling that someone is standing in the room with you? Hello, me. You're not alone on this earth. You never were. You never will be. So during this holiday season, when cheerful families are getting together and making merry and taking shots of eggnog, I'm going to be clinging to your shoulder, helping you muddle through somehow. I'll be making you tingle a lot, and I'll be sending plenty of signs. Each of these signs, every single one, is a code for I love you. So start paying attention to these hints, because this was one. So I truly hope that this writing struck you as it did me. I mean, it's quite a straightforward message with a tone unlike anything I've read before. And with grief, I felt a distinct difference in this new and different part of my life, a season, as it were, of which I didn't want to shift into, but a new season nonetheless. For me personally, I've discovered there have been many seasons in my life of which I've needed to navigate, learn, and carve a path for myself as I've grown and as I've shaped myself and my life into who I am today and what my life is right now. And I'm sure I'm not the only one with this realization. And for most of us, our person, our lost loved one, was an integral part of many of those seasons. This new one is no exception. But how ironic that the reoccurring seasons on the calendar that provide us with the most to struggle with are often the seasons we have the fondest memory of our lost loved one. The holiday season is cruel, just as Emma suggests. Cheerful families making merry can make this particular season of our life very tough as we witness something we can no longer experience ourselves with our lost loved one. But I find comfort believing our loved one is by our side, comforting us in subtle ways, as Emma writes. Maybe it comes in the form of a song my random Spotify list cues up, right at the moment it's needed. Or perhaps it's the warmth of the sun in the midst of a gloomy day, peeking through the clouds for only a moment as if it were warming just me. Or the special smile of a child that silently seems to see in my eyes that I needed the comfort of their smile. Whatever it is, I will always choose to see the signs, feel the comfort, and understand that when a poem or a song is brought to me, it is for a reason, and it's for me. And that maybe, just maybe, 
She might be there reminding me. She's with me. So today, before I thank you for joining me, I'd like to do something a little bit different. On a couple occasions in this podcast, I've had people ask, was it difficult to talk about this or that? And I have to answer that because for me, this particular one was difficult. And perhaps you hear it in my voice and perhaps you have heard little breaks occasionally. And although deep inside, I really feel like I should and want to apologize for that, I'm not going to. Because this podcast is about something that is far more important than simply making sure that it sounds absolutely perfect and that every word is hit exactly right, and that there are no emotions shown. That would be absolutely silly, especially with this particular podcast. So yes, sometimes talking about this, sometimes the words that I would like to say come out slightly differently and are covered in emotion. And I hope as you've listened to all of the episodes, that you can understand why that is and that you're okay with it. So I would certainly like to thank you for listening to this episode. I am very thankful for you taking the time to listen to this podcast and sharing it with others. And that aspect, sharing it with others, is something that I really, truly hope that you do. And I certainly encourage you to stop by the community on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and share your story and insights on grief. And join our family in helping others on their path with grief. You can head on over to journeytograteful.com community to find ways to join in the conversation and make a difference through your story. And if you would like a more personal connection with me, I invite you to connect directly with me via email, tim at journeytograteful.com. But I don't want you to stop there. You can give me a phone call. You can leave me a voice message, or you can simply text me. The number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. And lastly, I'd like to invite you to help me build this community, broaden my reach, and support my mission by reviewing this show and telling others why you listen. And I would love for you to do that by going on over to Apple Podcasts and writing a review. I've provided for you a leave a review button on the website and on the homepage and podcast page there. Your support of this podcast through your comments and ratings is a powerful thing that you can do today, and I thank you very much for considering taking the time to do so. Now, as we walk into this holiday season or any season of the year that makes it a bit more difficult 
than the day or month before. I'd like you to remember this simple, comforting fact. Some days you may need the music, and some days you may need the lyrics. So thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.